Good morning. One of the first things I do in the morning is to set the date for the day of a, on a Snoopy calendar that sits on my bureau. This is very important to an elderly person, for when you have white hair or no hair at all, and those wrinkles around your eyes and several other places are present, medical personnel will ask you if you know what day it is. Well, it's Saturday, November 6th. And not only that, they'll ask you, on what date were you born? Well, I've gotten so, I'd really like to have that tattooed on my forehead. And then they could see, and I wouldn't have to remember. Much to my regret, I'm walking with you later than usual. I've been attempting to have us walk on Thursday or Friday, so our podcast would be ready for Sunday. But this week, there was just too much that demanded my attention. Dale and I drove to Attleboro this last Friday, and how much we missed some of our good friends there. However, I do not miss the traffic. Here outside of Concord, New Hampshire, we may have more traffic during the summer season, but it is not every single day. It was interesting to derive to drive that Pawtucket S-curve. <laughs> Again, Oh, and you'd know exactly what I mean when I say S-curve if you've traveled Route 95 through Rhode Island. We survived the traffic, and we returned home safely with more new memories of that area. When I look back upon my life, I see it as a series of stories. Returning to once familiar places bring back the faces of people and the events that have taken place in your life and my life. Think of the places where you live or where you have lived and a kaleidoscope of people and happenings and even emotions will flood back in your memory. Spots of time. My favorite poet, William Wordsworth, would say, they're spots of time. So here on our walk, I share with you this day a few spots of time. And as we share those spots... May the emotions of that long-ago time be experienced again. This week on Thursday, we will celebrate Veterans Day. We'll remember that at the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month, the First World War was over. My dad told me that many times in the past. That war began on July 28, 1914, and it ended in 1918. My dad was 10 years old when the armistice was declared. In the year of 1919, the family lived for that year on my grandfather's farm in Barrington, New Hampshire. For my grandfather felt it would be more comfortable to be there where the 11 of them could be a self-sustaining family rather than remain in the city where there might be food and fuel shortages. You know, my dad was one of nine children. My father spoke of riding to school in that year on the farm in a sleigh during the winter months. Now see, remembering brings back my father to me and the farm in Barrington. I can hear his voice. I can see his face. I can walk into my grandfather and father's barn and into the farmhouse. A wonderful Spot of time. 
Let me take you to another place. The Franklin School in Melrose, Massachusetts. It's a different school now. They tore it down. But back then, it was a brick school of three stories. It's Veterans Day, and I and my classmates are marched up to the third floor assembly hall. Thinking back, I can even smell the linseed oil on the newly polished oak floors. Take a deep breath. We sit in very uncomfortable chairs for children. They're too big. They stand too high. They are slatted, and they fold up. There were single chairs, but also some two or three or four had been constructed together. They were dangerous. <laughs> to a child, sit carefully or you could be pinched right where you sit. And, and you know where that is. Up on the stage are veterans seated in chairs. It is the time of the Second World War. So most of the veterans are very elderly or disabled. The young men are engaged in battle. There are American flags in all their glory on each side of the stage. There are four or five men seated on that stage, all wearing many medals and ribbons on their uniforms. It's impressive. There are veterans from the Spanish-American War and veterans from the First World War. My memory does not recall if there was a veteran from the Civil War, but I am so old now there could have been a veteran from that war present. Looking it up, I found that the last war veteran of the Civil War died on August 2nd in 1956, Albert Henry Wilson. He was 106 years old. So, perhaps that thing I've questioned for so many years there really was a veteran from the Civil War sitting on that stage on the Franklin School. Some of the stories they told were very interesting. <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, oh, some were very boring. But one thing was sure. These were service people who had risked their lives that I could sit in that school as a free child of God. And I was not living under a cruel dictator. Not only that, in all their words you could tell they were so proud to be an American and that they dearly loved this country. The whole group there on that third floor, we stood and sang the Star-Spangled Banner and America the Beautiful and My Country Tis of Thee. We sang in childish voices but with an adult pride and love for our country in our hearts. We saluted the flag, and we prayed that God would help us win that Second World War, that not only we Americans might live in freedom, but all the countries of the world. At this time of year near Veterans Day, do our children still salute the flag? Do they sing patriotic songs? Do they pray to God to help us keep peace in the world? Do they have the same pride in being an American as I had as a child and still hold in my heart as an adult? Our children and parents and teachers and educational administrators, they have to be the ones to answer those questions about our love for country and our nation. Veterans Day, America.
freedom. What does that mean to you and to me? As for me, I am so proud and grateful to be an American. I am proud that I can worship as I choose. I am proud of those who have served our nation to keep us free. I am humbled by the thousands and thousands of lives that have been sacrificed that our nation might be a light and an example to all nations. We have a precious heritage. May God continue to bless America this Veterans Day. It is a fact that I never know what we will discuss upon our walk. We begin our walk and we just begin to talk. But I knew it was near Veterans Day, and I thought of so many in my family who had served our country. Daughter Annie was a Marine, and inside, oh, she still is, once a Marine, always a Marine. My brother Bill served during the Korean War. Dale's dad, my father-in-law, served in the Second World War, as did my cousins, Al Watson and Buddy Parkhurst. My grandfather's brother, George Hill, served in the Spanish-American War. My great-grandfather served in the Civil War. And going way, way back, there are ancestors of mine who fought in the Revolutionary War. Isn't it time for you to think of those in your family who loved America, served our country, and fought those who would overpower our way of life and our freedom? It's time to remember the veterans of our nation, to remember how our freedom was fought for, that we not ever, ever take our freedom for granted. Bring into your life, daily, every day, some spots of time of remembrance. You'll remember and you will feel. And now, May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from the other. Amen.